you got some real podcast talent. I want to take your show and syndicate it. Put it on the big time. Oh, wow. Me, an up-and-coming podcaster? Yes. I'm going to be in the big time? You have a real eye for the podcast and hosting. And I am not going to take advantage of you in any way. And never mind my rapidly darting eyes back and forth. (laughs) That does not mean that I'm going to take advantage of you and leave you out to dry. I'm definitely going to give you everything you ever wanted because you're talented. Never mind my darting eyes, like I said. Wow. Gee, mister, I can't wait to sign this document. But first, I'm going to leave all my podcasting ideas right here on this briefcase table. And I'm going to go urinate. (laughs) Okay. See you later. Bathroom's down the hall. Did I say say to ignore my darting eyes? Don't look at my darting eyes. Yep, you. I'm definitely not. Please take care of my big folder that's inside of my briefcase that has all my podcast ideas in it. Ah, uh, yes. Help yourself to the money on the table. I was going to wipe my ass with it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Indie Film Review. I am Jared. This is Dan. Hi, I'm the big bad producer that's yeah. conniving. That's what, that's what Dan sounds like and is. That's, you know, he, he takes a little bit from his personal life to yeah. build on the characters that I'm, we I am a show big you. time big show producer. Like I don't even know why That's right. I'm doing the show cuz I'm made of money. Like hell yeah. <laughs> You're the angriest oldest white man I've ever seen and you have just lied and stolen your way to the top. And that's what I like about you. Those are the yeah. things I like about you. So exactly. you don't want to hear the things that I hate about you, you know? They're going to be worse. Okay. Anyways, I I should shut up and start talking about independent films, because that's what we're here to do, Dan. We're here to talk about Mickey Hardaway. All right? Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. (laughs) All right. Uh, This was sent to us by Marcellus Cox. Not related. No relation to Timothy J. All right? Or Marcellus Wallace from from that's right Pulp Fiction. Um, but thank you so much, Marcellus, for sending us your film. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Dan, what yes. is Mickey Hardaway about? Mickey Hardaway is a story of a man, and he is a incredible artist. Like I don't think people are <laughs> correctly gauging exactly how good he is at art. What do you mean? <laughs> Everyone he meets says he's an incredible well, no, but artist. Like, but like the way in which his art looks, it's way better than what is being let on. <laughs> like, well, it's it's interesting because in in the movie, he people are telling him to be a cartoonist, but his art is like way beyond yes, exactly. And like being in the newspaper, but we'll get into that. All right. So he, he is having a rough life. He grew up, he grew up, um, he grew up rough. His dad was trying to shit on his dreams and, uh, he's like, no dad, you don't get to do that. And then he goes and he starts making his life work and it's, he falls mm-hmm. on hard times a lot. And he goes to see a therapist because, his girlfriend suggests him to do this, and we get to basically yeah. his life through these therapist stories and flashback. Yes, and thankfully, it's not just these two guys talking and him telling, you know, stories from his past. Yes. Even though all of like all those scenes, just to, just to jump right in, 
I really like that back and forth between the two, but he'll start describing something and then we'll cut to the past yeah. and we'll see those flashbacks Structure, and see it unfold. Structure of this oh. film was very, very well done. I have to say, um, Jared, getting into questions, um, yeah. how did you feel about the black and white choice? Oh, I mean, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I love black and white. I think it's really good. Okay. Um, it was giving me upstate story vibes. Yes. Okay. Uh, because there is a certain moment where some color shows up. Yeah. And it is the exact kind of thing that upstate story does is like when, I, when I'm with someone I love, color comes back to my life. And, you know, it's it's almost like that breath of fresh air. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh I want your thoughts on it now too. So I'm curious. My, I, I, I did enjoy it, especially there's this one scene at the end that was, Oh, we'll talk about it soon. Um, yeah. I looked at the black and white. I looked at the rum time and my stupid, I want to be entertained brain said, <laughs> I don't want to watch a two hour movie. That's black and white right now, but I did anyway. Oh, okay. And okay. I'm glad okay. I did it. It serves the purpose very well. And like you said, that one segment in the middle where the color comes in, it's yeah. gorgeous. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it is like black and white was definitely the right choice for this film, especially yes. with the lighting that I'm going to talk about later. Oh, nice. Okay. So how did you feel about, uh, so framing has been an issue, um, recently, at least for me and for you. Cause I don't, <laughs> I'm not bothered by people getting cut off. Well, you you it's your fault somehow anyways so how did you feel about the camera work and the framing and stuff like that it wasn't big swooping camera movements but framing was very well done um the camera um was tasteful i think like even though they weren't mm -hmm. big sweeping movements the movements that it did provide were were like mm, like just like little 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 kisses every now and then mm -hmm. it was it was very nice um and then the the sets for being an indie film and like having that budgetary constraint like I, it was phenomenal like it, it wow. worked so well yeah framing was excellent in this movie this is why i bring it up yeah. it was so good there's a lot of really nice shots in this and consideration for the audience as well so yeah we'll have like a scene where there's two subjects and it's like maybe a close-up or whatever, and they're both talking and they're both just captured really well in that shot. And the natural instinct is to do like the shoulder over the shoulder back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this director resists that a lot in a lot of different scenes and knows when to just hold on a shot for a while. Yes, that is and true. And I really like that. And then right as when there's about to be some action in the scene. And I don't mean like action is like a man pulls a gun and shoots someone. I mean like, Oh, someone's standing up or they're, oh, they're going to go check their phone. He'll cut, he cuts to a bigger shot so we can catch that action. And then it's a different angle. And it was like, everything just felt very considered. And I was really enjoying the flow of how, how these scenes were moving. Cause like in some of these independent films you will get, is like, they're almost like, Oh, we've been holding onto this shot for like five seconds. We need to cut to a different angle. And it's like, they're always just cutting to different angles. And then, then you, I don't know about you, but I'll start thinking about just that instead of what's happening in the scene. And that's a balancing act to me. Yeah. I think this film did a tremendous job yeah. with that. Yeah. Really good about knowing when to, 
you know, uh, where to let the camera rest and when it's like, okay, we got to cut to a different angle. We need to go to a media, you know, like all the different shots were well used. Anywho, Dan. Yes. Question. So this film, did this, how often did this film surprise you? The ending of this film had my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Like my mouth was open. The last 10 minutes, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Was really gut punching me. I was like, this is incredible. Uh, Some of the therapy sessions when Mickey was getting upset with the therapist, I guess we'll talk about why <laughs> was pretty good. And I was like, damn dude. And it was pretty you're good. You're seeing but... this character. Well, go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it. Let, let it be the first thing I talk about in spoilers. I, I think the surprise is like you open with a surprise. Like the opening yeah. scene of this movie oh, is yeah. somebody getting shot and you're like, what the fuck am I? Yeah, why yeah. is he getting shot? And then it doesn't tell you. Nope. I love that. And you don't know who the main character is either. You don't yeah. know if it's the gunman, if it's the person being exactly. shot. Exactly. You have no idea. And what's nice too is you have this really sweet moment between these two characters. Yes. And you yes. really get to know them and you're so endeared. I'm like, oh, I love them both. And then the shooting happens. You're like, holy <laughs> shit. So fucking good. And then the movie starts. You're like, okay, this is how you do like that kind of a cold open yeah. type of thing where it's like, here's... Uh, it's one of those like freeze frame record scratches. Like, wait a minute. I, I, I bet you're wondering how I got here. I know that doesn't happen in this film, <laughs> yeah. but it's like one of those, like, let's show the yeah. climax in the beginning. And then yeah. the build up to that. Very well done. Really fun. So I will say two of my biggest criticisms about this film are one, you'll have really powerful, impactful scenes where What we've just seen is telling you exactly what you need to know. And then right after that, we'll have like another scene where they'll like explain with dialogue what we like the point of what that scene was. Yeah. And I'm like, we don't need that. We don't need that. And I don't think it was that intrusive. No. But I'd say there's maybe a couple speeches where I'm like, we don't need these. Well, and you just like you just sold us thematically and through through viewing at what was going on. And I think I, my, my criticism is the film could be cut down a little bit, like by five or 10 minutes and what sure, but we always say that. (laughs) But but what I'm saying is your criticism that like that would fix it, you know, like, yeah, let's not include those scenes. Let's just Mm -hmm. like go straight to the next point. Let's go straight to the next narrative beat. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I would say is especially during the beginning, there are some autofocus issues where the autofocus is on and there are two subjects on the screen and it, it gets a little confused as to who to focus on. Yeah. And I think in those instances, especially if it's like a static shot, you have to just focus yourself. But that that's about it on the technical side for like the, the focus issues because everything else is so good. Like there's some really great rack focus stuff in this. There's some really great like zoom rack focus. I forget. Isn't it? I think there's like a term for that, but uh, stuff we'll talk about in spoilers, like really like impactful things just through the visuals I was getting where I was like, Oh my God, this yeah. is so much like when um, this is not a spoiler, but like there's a scene with uh, Mickey's dad is drinking a beer, watching TV and his son is coming home uh-huh. and like he's in the foreground yeah. and, and the yeah. son's in the background Oh my God, that scene was so good. It was really good. All right, 
Um, any more final things you want to say? No, because I want to. I want to okay. talk about. I want to talk about this. Okay, so we're going to get into this film. Spoilers. Um, you can check this out on Apple TV and Amazon. It, it should be streaming right now, and I recommend this film a lot. I do too. Uh, I think it's going to be in my best picture nominations. Ooh, best Honestly. picture. That's how much I enjoyed this movie. Ooh, I think it's real good. Uh, so there you go. There you go. All right, Dan, yes. take it away. Okay. So I started to get mad at Mickey narratively. And, <laughs> um, I, 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 well, yeah, I, he does a lot of dumb shit. I was, I was confused. I'm like, do I not like this movie because this character is so, okay. So here's, here's the issue. Mickey yeah. doesn't understand. He, he doesn't seem to understand how the world works and it's frustrating to hear him talk like that. But then the more I saw him do that, the more I saw him struggle because of that misunderstanding, the more I'm like, yeah. this is contributing to his character. Like he's broken, but he doesn't understand that the world works a certain way and the world's not going to fix him. And it's, it, the world is not out to get to him. The world just sucks. And it's not like but you, everyone you're is telling him that. And he's just choosing not to exactly. And it. it's it's frustrating. It was frustrating for a while to see that, but then the more I saw him spiral, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, he's 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 going he's he's going to do this now, he's going like that. Yeah, <laughs> he. It's tough because I was rooting for him the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Really like this character, and and he like I mean he had such a hard upbringing and everything else with his mom. I mean, his mom is a subject of abuse too, by the dad. Yeah. It, it, she's also a little complacent in not getting them out of that situation. But that's also very difficult to Extremely. do. Right? I mean, and, it's a hard and, to blame and, her and for hard to blame her, but Jared, guess what he fucking does because he, he doesn't he does. understand. He does. Yes. He blames the fuck out of her with a he bullet. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he hurts. You're right. Her, you're right because we cut away and then we see her in the background. But like it, at yeah, first, yeah, I think she's... at first you think that he just shot his fucking mom, and you're like, what? I just mean, happened? there is some trauma. <laughs> so during this scene, he's talking about one of the last scenes of the film where uh, Mickey actually brings a gun to go have a face off with his dad, and his dad's like, oh shit! And he jumps in the, <laughs> the bedroom. He's like, oh, you ain't gonna kill me! And he starts loading his shotgun. Holy shit. I was like, wait, I'm supposed to hate this dad, right? Because I love this guy. <laughs> he's so great. Uh, but yeah, he's... Okay, can I say the acting in this movie yes. is spectacular? Yes, Everyone is. does such an amazing job. Even people with small roles, like the guy who plays the cop in this movie, yeah. steals the show. He was like doing this scene where he's telling he's telling Mickey to like get out of the jail cell. And I was like, dude, you are fantastic. <laughs> and there's some like heavy hitters in this that have been in like like a lot of TV and stuff. So I thought that was really yeah. uh Respect, honestly, is what I'm saying. And just everyone does such a great job. The guy, uh, we have uh, Stephen Cofield Jr. as uh, Dr. Cameron Harden, which, okay, I want to say too, Harden and Hardaway, you got to pick names that sound a little more <laughs> different than, because that was a little confusing. I'm like, what? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, the guy who plays his teacher, yeah. uh, uh, Dennis L.A. White as Joseph, was really really good too. Oh. Just everyone's so good. The dad, and David Chatham, his as Randall. So oh, so good. Everyone's so good in this. 
All right, so I I'm a teacher, and this scene I liked, but it also just felt so unrealistic to me. So yeah, it, it's it's the opening one of the opening scenes of the movie where um, Mickey is he's down he's feeling down because home life's hard, and we don't necessarily know how hard home life is yet. Yes, and um, his teacher, Mister Sweeney, he's like, "Hey, I think your art is great," and like and literally like this kid is 10 years old and drawing masterpieces like that's yeah. what, that's what i'm saying i think his art is downplayed this entire film mm-hmm. it's like it's way better than it should be anyway sweeney offers him a ride home and talks to dad because dad doesn't want to to send him off to art camp or whatever and dad gets pissed off like for one why do you have my son in the car <laughs> Oh, I mean, this is actually kind of reasonable for this dad to be like, yo, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, that's what I thought. Just drove up. I was it, like, oh. at, at first, that's what I thought. But what I'm saying is what feels unrealistic to me is I'm a teacher and I would never, ever put myself in a situation like that. Right. <laughs> so it's it wasn't a good move by the teacher. Yeah. It they was, both handle it pretty badly. Yeah. Honestly. So, so basically the teacher confronts dad about being a hard ass and dad gets really yeah. pissed off and starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what a confrontation. But that's your opener to like who dad is. Yeah. Which was pretty great. You're like, yup, all right. We, I get it. I get it. You listen to this guy who's going to knock you out. Um, <laughs> Man. So like we have... We have the dad, we have Grace, who's kind of like the beacon of hope for this character. Yeah, I like Grace. She's just character a she's lot. a very sweet character. She's fun, she's silly, she's very charismatic on the screen, and it hurts me when he betray her, you know? Yes. It hurt me. I will say that as intense and climactic as that last scene is where he's going to go confront his dad, mm-hmm. and Sweeney finds Grace and they go try to stop him. There wasn't as big of a sense of urgency between those two characters showing up and being I like, think, you know, Mickey yeah. just shot his dad. Like, it just felt like there was not enough urgency in that scene. What I think did it for me is, uh, so the teacher is hears the news about there is a, a young kid going around killing some people. And I think maybe he knows one of them was, you know... Uh, uh, his student is working yeah. for this man who fucked him over. So, and that guy just died. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I want to go to, uh, you know, I want to go to Mickey's house, make sure he's okay. Make sure it's not him. The girlfriend gets there first, Grace. She's looking through the house. Then he gets there and they kind of have like this, like pretty blase conversation. Yeah. I feel like we could have picked this up. Is yeah. that what you kind of, yeah, mean? that's Where, what like, I mean. could have been a little snappier with this. Yes. We're like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, she walks in, she should just discover the evidence. And then he walks in and he's like, oh no, my worst fears are confirmed. And she's like, oh, what do we do? And he's like, well, I think I know who his next victim is. Because yeah. he has a picture of him, which yeah. is his dad. Then which, they go, okay, yeah, we so, could have had that expedited a bit. So my favorite my favorite cinematography scene, and like the, just the way the scene looks, is whenever he's pointing yeah. his gun at the images on his on his wall. Like, oh, his yeah, boss, that's so and good. Then it pans over to see him in low light, and like the light is just barely illuminating his face. And yeah, you just get his yeah, profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking good. 
So good. Well, what's great, what's great is that they show you those images in the beginning of the film and you don't know yeah. who they are. You're like, I don't know who these people are. And then by the end, it shows you again and he's pointing the gun at each of them. I'm like, oh no, it's all the people who have wronged him. And by that point, I mean, the therapist has not wronged him, but in his mind, but, he like feels I so said, betrayed by like everyone said, else. His brain is like, like that, that's what I was saying. Like th- what, what clued me into that is he gets so upset whenever his time is up at the therapist. And I'm like, dude, that's how yeah. therapists work. Like you don't get mad at that. What are you doing? Well, here's the thing. He's a young guy. Exactly. He's in his early, early twenties. Yeah. Like when I was in my early twenties, I like, I don't think early twenties people should be considered adults. <laughs> you're not an adult until you're 47. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> You got to have at least two divorces until you're an adult, all right? Until you lose both your kidneys, I I won't even look at you. (laughs) Oh, you got got all your teeth? Unbelievable. Get out of my grocery store. God damn it. Only adults go to grocery stores. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You haven't seen all 50, 100 episodes of Madlock? You you can shit your ass down, Sonny. Bonanza. Bonanza! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Shows I've never seen. Um, but yeah, it's... um, He is... It's clear that he has lost... Yeah. He's, he's, he's somewhere else. He's not there mentally anymore. And even his girlfriend who's trying to get through to him, he's like, I can't trust no one. And you're like, man, what... But like the the issue is too like if he just had his dad, it's a father figure thing. Honestly, yeah. I think with this character, he's looking everywhere for a father figure, and everyone keeps turning him yeah. down yeah. and disappointing him. And the three people he kills could potentially be, be father figures. Yeah, father. One of them is literally supposed to be his father figure, right? Yeah. So it's like the the old white guy who owns the newspaper. He wants to put uh, Mickey's. Which- art into the comic strip and he does that but then he steals we were making fun of this early in the beginning i want to talk about his art i want to talk about this scene though sure because as much as i make fun of it at the beginning it is my favorite scene in the movie oh it's great it's really good this dialogue between this 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 and or what do you call that this the editor-in-chief of this news company this dialogue Mm -hmm. between this guy and mickey is incredible because it's all about money and it's all about not wanting to sacrifice what you find valuable for your money and Mm -hmm. you really think you really think that the guy like just through his dialogue is on mickey's side but you start to realize that he's like he's a scumbag and like i I make fun of the darting of the eyes because like that's what makes it obvious but you can hear it in the dialogue where he shifts and realizes he's gonna fuck this kid over and it's so well done Yep. Yep. Um, absolutely. I think that was pretty well ex- executed. Um, but I'll say, I I feel like I got everything I needed to know from the first section of that. Like once they both sit down and they're drinking beers together and talking and he's, uh, Mickey is like, listen, I won't do this animated show for you, but I will submit my comics to your newspaper as long as I have full control. He basically wants full control over his, all yeah. of his IPs, which yeah. makes sense. And I mean that's that is seriously ballsy, especially for uh, up and coming artists. Coming up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's rarely ever happens. 
I, I almost honestly I feel like that is unrealistic of him too. Well, that's again. You're I gonna don't have to think, sacrifice some of your IP to. to I don't make it think he understands how the world the works. And like I said, at first I thought that was just a a narrative flaw, but then I realized yeah. that it's not no, it's a narrative him. flaw. It's, it's a him. character flaw. It's like yeah, Which this is, is what makes him an interesting character. He's he's yeah. he's so naive, and that turns him into a, a, a loose cannon. And it's crazy. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but where I where I think this scene goes a little too far is when he pulls up the the, the dollar bill. And he's like, I like that. Is what everyone is. I, I thought it was a little too much. Like, I, I like, like that dude, a lot. I get it. I feel like we've already established that. But I don't know. I think it was a little. I, it was I, one I don't step know. I, I love seeing like visual, like very obvious visual metaphors, especially if they're about like money. It's like, this is evil. Yeah. This is what everybody yeah. likes. It's like, yes. You mean this watch? This is my father's watch. So, and then they do it again, also towards the end, where Mickey kills his dad and then gets shot by the same police officer who let him leave the first time out of the jail cell. And then the teacher and that cop are having a back and forth conversation. And I feel like the dialogue kind of loses the thread of that scene. Because then it starts talking about, like, how cops treat yeah uh, black people but i'm like i understand that but this was an he had a gun and he killed his dad yeah, like this, I, I feel like that was a little out of place this like, film like there's a time and a place for that conversation and this yes. this film is like it's very centered around the plight of an african-american man but it's not yes. about the african american identity it's like that's not what this film is about this film is about mickey so. hardaway this film is about yeah. this and, guy. And I think that subject of how police treat black people and shooting unarmed black people is extremely an extremely valid topic to yes, talk about. I, I just I, don't think it fits with exactly, what just happened exactly. in that scene. Exactly. Now, if he came there to be like, Dad, I forgive you. And then the cop's like, don't move. And he shoots <laughs> him. And you're like, okay, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, exactly. But that's just, I don't know. It just doesn't happen. Um so there's a there's a few times like that where I feel like tonally the dialogue is not understanding what is going on in the scene there. Uh, I think that happens another time with uh, a character like kind of like takes the Lord's name in vain or whatever. But he's oh, like, yeah. Ah, and he gets so God mad. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher gets really like overly upset. And I'm like, well, maybe if they showed us that like he was religious, like maybe if they had like a like a cross necklace or if he had brought it up before, if he's like, yeah, you know, God really helped me or something. I don't know. It just felt like kind of out of nowhere. Um, but that scene was, it was fine. I was like, okay, fine. Well, I mean, the way he's I passionate took that about scene, that. That's part of his character. The way I took that scene was he is, he is rebelling against like just steadfastly, like binarily rebelling against any authority figure in his life. Yes. Yes. And, yep, and absolutely. Like the 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 upsetness, I guess, was direct. Like it was in direct reciprocation to the the explicit. Like he says, "Fuck God." It's like it's like a huge mm-hmm. thing for yeah. anybody who is um like it, it hurts. Like you don't mm-hmm. do that. And I think that that was just kind of an answer to that that intense moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of good quotes in this. I, I'm not trying to like poo-poo the writing. I just feel like 
sometimes the film will hit the beat and you're like, you've hit the emotional beat. This is perfect. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to hit, we're just going to go one more now, like one more after that. I'm like, no, 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 you're done. <laughs> it seems great. Just stop. Um, so like uh, one quote in here, right? Life's a bitch. Sometimes you just have to have a bad memory. <laughs> and that's so good. It's like, yeah, it you're just going to get beat up all the time, mentally, just physically all the time. And you just got to keep rolling, man. Cause that's, that's how life is. Cause there is these great, wonderful moments. There's stuff. I mean, you can't have good without the bad, right? If everything was good all the time, then you, it's almost like enjoying how good things are. You, you're never going to feel that. Yeah. Uh, it's, and I'm not saying like you should intentionally <laughs> get into bad situations to feel good. That's stupid. But, yet, you know, it's it makes you appreciate things more when things are going well. Because things are going to go bad. There's something you can do about it. Yeah. Um, I want to try and find one more good quote. Unless you have something. One last. You want to, like, final no, thoughts or something? No, I, 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 I said what I needed to say about it. Um, okay. I think, I, I think this film, it has its flubs. And it's like the flubs are just lulls in tone. Or tones that don't make sense. And that's really the only thing that I... I don't, yep. I, I, I don't, didn't, yep. Um, not didn't appreciate it. Like, that's the only thing that like took me out of the film. I'm like, wait, what, yep. what, what am I yeah. feeling right here? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think this director and I believe he wrote it as well. I'm going to make sure. Yep. So. so he's the writer and director. He has a lot to say. Oh, I yes. really, really like that. Um, and you are, he's fucking, he's nailing it. You just, you gotta, gotta edit some of that and just focus it more. But this was a, this is a great film. I really, really liked it. Excellent. So like, well, technically done. Um, I loved it when the white devil died. He got choked by the baseball bat. Yes. Uh, his boss, he comes into his house and he's like, Oh, oh no. He didn't even fucking talk about <laughs> like strangles he, him. He, he assaults I, my his mouth dad. Open. He assaults his dad does with he? the baseball bat. At oh, the beginning yeah, of the movie. Does. That was cool. That was cool, yeah. Well, his dad punches him in the face. Well, That's yeah, why but it. still. That Okay, so that scene with his dad drinking the beer and watching the game, and he he comes in, that's probably my favorite scene. Uh, and then the scene that, that made me just gobsmacked was when he killed, he goes to the old man's house and, and yeah. straight up kills him. Because that's the point of no return. You're like, oh, we're done. Because I thought maybe in the beginning... My hands are up right now. I'm so like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, just freaking out thinking about this ending. Um, maybe when it showed Mickey shooting his therapist, that that was like in his head or that maybe that didn't happen, but he kills this man who is an innocent, yeah. probably the, one of the, the, the real true characters that was trying to help him besides, his girlfriend and the teacher's been well, and that's what too. makes him, like he's not a tragic hero. He's just he's a tragedy. Like this is a straight up tragedy film. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And if people are out there, they were trying to help him. Certainly, there were people trying to stop him, but he had support systems. He had people he could lean on who wanted him to succeed, and they were out there and they were trying to reach out. And you know, you can offer the help, but you gotta you gotta want the help. You have to accept help. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. that's again, what frustrates me Shit. about the character. Cause it's like, he, it's, he just didn't know any better. Yep. Tragic. 
And that's what makes him interesting. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why the movie works. Th- that's exactly why the movie works. That's, that's exactly right. why the movie works. God damn. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Indie Film Review Pod. You can find us on threads at Indie Film Review Pod. You can email us at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. That's where Marcellus sent us his film. Yeah. Thank you, Marcellus. Absolutely. Once again, you are a champ. Seriously. Keep us in mind for the future. Yeah, send us more of your stuff. I want to watch it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, go check us out on iTunes. Give us a five-star review or review us where you can find us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Don't tell your mean dad. Well, maybe tell him. I don't know. He'll probably just yell at us. <laughs> like, punch us in the face. Probably. That probably won't be good. But, uh... We got his listen, though. Even if he hated it. Yeah. We still get that right? one listen. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> jokes on him. About it. Jokes on meme dad. <laughs> what am I saying? Thanks again. Appreciate it, Dan. You have the final word. All right, boy. What do you think you're doing podcasting with your life? There ain't no oh. money in podcasting. Oh. Get back here before I punch you in the face. Here, spank my little butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dad. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm Dad. Turns out I like it. <laughs> no, I'm Daddy now. <laughs>